0: are you guys ready? All right, here we go. It's time. All right, here we go. I've got something, okay? I've got, in fact, I've got a bunch of things right here, okay? A bunch of things in this giant basket, and they're really cool. So I need some help from y'all because I need, I need you to do something for me. So as I'm speaking, I'm going to be just talking blah, 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 blah. I hope you're listening. And when I hold something in my hand, you have to do something really important for me. So right now, Well, besides the mic, okay? So this doesn't count. So right now, I don't have anything in this hand right here. I'm just talking. I'm talking. But when I grab something and hold it in my hand, this is what you have to do. You have to stand up and yell, Wubba Lubba Dub Dub! Just like that. Can you do that? Can we practice? Can we practice? Okay. Let's practice. Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding me? Come on. Let's try that one more time. Wubba Lubba Dub Dub. goes just like that. You Ready? That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. We're going to do it just like that. Perfect. You guys are perfect, wonderful people. Ian, you're a cool guy. Okay, so let's learn about what's in our hands. So the past couple of weeks, we've been learning about our hands, right? What did we learn about first? We learned about something. It was, I don't know, it's something, something hard, something really hard-headed. and Oh, did I just say it? Your head. That's right. We learned about our head. What was the second thing we learned about? Something that, like, beats a lot and, like, has a lot of blood. Your heart, Judah, you're so smart. Oh, my goodness. All right, we learned about our heart. And now we're learning about what? Our hands. Gosh, you guys are smart. Why, why don't you all just come up here and speak, and I'll sit in there. Can you all want to do it? No. Okay. So we're going to learn about something really, really, really cool, and it's going to be super awesome and super fun. And you guys aren't doing it. I was holding something. Let me rewind. Okay, so we're going to learn about something really cool and really exciting. Where hey, we go. All right, what's in my hand right now? A basket. That's right. It's a basket. All right, so we have a basket. I have a basket in my hand. We're going to learn about something. Did you all hear what Miss Bonnie was talking about? We're going to learn the story about Moses. Who's ever heard the story of Moses? Everybody put your hand up, please. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You've learned the story about Moses, okay? And it all started with a little basket. It all started with that. It started with Moses' mom. You see, in Egypt, the the Egyptians are really bad people. And they believed something. Now, listen to this. They were smart, but they believed something that was really bad. They said, if there gets to be too many of the Hebrew slaves, then they're going to overpower us and take us over, and we don't want that. So every time they have a son... If we kill them, if we kill them, then they won't get any more, and we'll be okay. And so it was a really sad thing. But every time that a bunch of babies were born, they would go out, and they would take all of the baby boys, and it was a really sad thing. And Moses' mom knew this. Moses' mom knew what would happen, so she sent her daughter, Miriam, with the baby brother Moses to the river and they had a basket just like this oh the the adults got this gosh so they had a basket just like that and they said you know what we're going to save we're going to save Moses so they put him in a basket and they put him in a river and pushed him out in the river and guess where he landed he wound up in the palace with the pharaoh And he became one of the Pharaoh's like right hand guides, almost like the Pharaoh's son. Okay. Ellie, I gotta ask you a question. What if your parents were trying to save you? And so they're like, We're gonna put you in a basket and push you down the river, and you wound up in the president's house and he adopted you as his daughter. What if you were the daughter to the president of the United States of America? How crazy would that be? Your dad would be like, yay, send checks. Thank you. i just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But how crazy is that? That's exactly what it was like. Like Pharaoh was like the boss of the whole, the whole country. And so Moses became part of that family. And it was super awesome and super cool. So I have one more question. So since we're learning about the... Whoa, whoa, whoa. You got it right. I'm proud of you. What's in my hand? A cane, a staff, you can call whatever you want. It is a staff. So, let me tell you something really cool, so you don't have to keep saying it. So, Moses, guess what Moses did? Moses grew up in Pharaoh's palace and was having a good time until he saw one thing that he didn't like. He saw that all of those slaves were getting treated really, really, really bad. Like they were whipped, and they were hurt, and they were beat up. And Moses did not like it. Would you like it if, like, you saw a bunch of people getting beaten up? I don't think I would like that at all. I think I would try to go help them. So Moses was tired of seeing everybody suffer and decided that he was going to leave. Did you know that he gave up everything that he had? He gave up all his really super nice million dollar bed. He gave up all the money he could ever want. He gave up all the finest horses and all the finest stuff. Ellie, if you were really the daughter of the president and you didn't like that they were doing things and you decided to leave, you would leave the whole president stuff, which is probably like the best stuff in the world. And that's tough, isn't it? That was really hard. I, that would be really hard for me to do. I'd be like, I've got my video games and I've got my awesome million-dollar toys, I've got a teddy bear made of gold, and I do not want to give that up. But he did, because he didn't want to see the people suffer. And guess what he became? He went from, like, son of the pharaoh to a shepherd tending smelly, stinky sheep all day. Yes, they smell bad. Don't believe, like, the the movies and stuff. They smell really bad. I used to, like... I used to like go to my my friend's farm, and those sheep smell really bad. Whew. You don't even—I don't even want to tell you. So he went from this all the way down to this, where he became a shepherd, and that's what his staff was for—is because he used it to lead the sheep. Isn't that weird? That's so weird. So he was leading the sheep. He was having an okay time. I mean, I would be like, ugh, you know. And so. He continued to walk and continued to walk, and Jacob, you got you were quick, you were too quick. I didn't even touch it yet. You're quick. So what's in my hand right now? A napkin? A shirt, I like that shirt. I'm gonna call it a cloak. Everybody say cloak. Cloak, cloak. I like cloak. I like cloak. All right, so basically what happened next was almost dropped it so moses was being a shepherd right he was like uh this is awesome you know at least i don't get to see people suffer and then all of a sudden god said it's time for you to be awesome moses and so moses was leading his sheep one day he was leading his sheep and all of a sudden he saw something and it was a bush okay just a bush like outside you see a bush but it was on fire, and it wasn't dying. Like, if you set my clothes on fire, first off, I would scream really bad. But they would burn up, right? Right? But it wasn't burning up. It was just burning like this, and it kept going. And I was like, was, well, I wasn't there. But He was like, ah! You know what I'm saying? It was crazy! So, it was God in the bush. And he told Moses that he wants him. To go back to Egypt and free all of the slaves. Now, you remember that Moses didn't like them being, you know, he didn't like them being hurt and stuff. So you figure he'd be like, yeah, I'm going to go do it. But guess what he said? He whined like baby. Did you know that? Did you know that Moses whined? He like was like, oh, no, Jesus, I don't want to do that. I am. uh, I just I can't talk very well, and I don't know if I can do this, and that's just really big job, and I don't want to do that. That's exactly what he sounded like. He was like making excuses after excuses after excuses. Have you ever be honest? Have you ever made an excuse when your mom told you to clean your room? Be like, oh no, robots are attacking the house, and I have to defend us. I can't clean my room. I'm sorry. That's exactly what Moses did. He was just making making stuff up, like talking bad about himself, how he wasn't smart enough, and he couldn't talk well, and he couldn't do all this. After God gave him the giant, awesome task of freeing all the people in Egypt, he just complained about it. But God said one thing. God said, I will be with you. Say, I will be with you. I will be with you. That's right. That's so true. Because God is always with us. He really is. So, after that, Moses was just like, still like, "Uh." so, something really cool happened. I need a volunteer. Where are you at? You're at Elizabeth. You look like you want to have fun. Come on up here. Come on up. Come on up. You get to be part of this. Aren't you awesome? See, because when we make excuses a lot, sometimes when maybe we have to do something that our parents told us to. And we really don't want to do it. We really want to go play games or do something, but we want to obey. So when we make excuses a lot, we have to remember that God is always with us. Right, Elizabeth? So the next thing that God did is he wanted to show Moses just how powerful he was. So he had a cloak, and God said, put your hand inside the cloak. Go ahead and put your hand in there. I'm just going to wrap your hand up real quick. So he wrapped his hand up in the cloak, and when he took it out, his skin was all nasty white and something called leprosy. Say leprosy. You know what leprosy is? Leprosy is when you get a disease and your body parts start falling off. Like, he put his hand in the cloak and took it out, and, like, his hand was, like, super white, and, like, it looked like it was about to fall off. Elizabeth, what would happen if you just found out your hand was going to fall off? You would laugh? No, you wouldn't. Be, it would be crazy, wouldn't it? It would be nasty. You'd be like, oh, my gosh, my hand. You know? So then God said, hold up, hold up, hold up, Moses. Put your hand back in the cloak. So he put his hand back in the cloak. And when he took it out, his hand was normal again. What? His hand was normal again. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. You can go have a seat. Thank you, Elizabeth. I appreciate it. Good job, Elizabeth. She's our rock star. She's like our actor of Celebrate Kids, by the way. So just letting you know that. So God wanted to show how powerful he was, guys. He wanted to show everything that he could do. So he changed this. He made. He showed Moses how powerful he was, that he could put diseases on you and take them right back off. And so Moses then said, okay, I will follow you, God. I will follow you. See, because Moses had a gift. Moses had a really big gift. And that gift was the lead, the people of Israel, all the slaves out of Egypt. That was his gift. He was a leader. Do you know that you guys have gifts, so many gifts, every single one of you? And you can't say, no, you don't, because that's not true. You guys have so many gifts. Did you know that? You might be athletic. I know you are, Jacob. You might be super smart. You might be super fast. You might be really friendly. You might be really artistic. You might be good at drawing. Madeline's face just lit up like a Christmas tree. You might have so many gifts, and you probably can't think of them right now, but you do. And did you know that just like God used Moses' gifts to serve him, you can use your gifts to serve God just as well, just as much as as Moses can. Just because Moses was a long time ago back in the Bible doesn't mean that he's any different than you, doesn't mean that he's any better than you at all. You have gifts just like he does, and you can use those to serve God. When we're talking about our hands, we're talking about our hands this week, and our hands are so important because our hands, we use them so much to do things. We use them to serve and we want to serve God. Did you, do you all want to serve God? Yeah, I want to serve God. So there's something really special I want you guys to do right now, okay? Can we do something really special? Do you want to do something special? See, because there's a Bible verse that I really, really love. I want you to, tell, I want you to listen to this Bible verse. It says, 1 Peter 4.10, God's gift of grace comes in many forms. Each of you, this is what God's saying, each of you has received a gift in order to serve others, and you should use it. See, even God says it. It's not just Pastor Cameron saying that you have gifts. God is saying each one of you has skills and gifts and talents that you love doing. Not just like gifts that you don't like, but gifts that you really like doing. And we can use these gifts to serve him. So what I want to do is I want to do something really special with all your parents. Because I know your parents are in here and they're ready to have fun too. So I want, not yet, I'm going to tell you in just a second that you can get up. But I want you to find your parents in the room. And when I say go, I want you to go over to them and I want you guys to get together and talk about all the gifts you have. Guys, if there's someone, if you don't have a child in the kids ministry, I'd really encourage you to get with one of the families that does have a kid. They would love to accept you in and let's talk about these kids' gifts. But guys, I want you to find somebody and find, let's talk about our gifts. Let's talk about what we're good at. Let's talk about what we can do and let's talk about how we can use it to serve God. And once we do that, then we're going to pray. Can y'all do that with me? Okay, so y'all see your parents around the room? Okay, so on the count of three, we're going to say go. So three, two, one, go. Go. So, uh, so what we want to do right now, guys, is uh, I know we've talked a little bit about our gifts and what we're good at. And so I really want you guys to spend the next three to five minutes. And let's go ahead and pray for our gifts. I want you guys to let's just pray and see how God, how we can serve God to the best of our abilities. So let's go ahead and pray. Dear Lord, we thank you so much, God. Lord, we are blessed so much to have wonderful kids who want to do more and more for you each day. Not just kids that want to do what they want, but they want to do what God wants, Father. Well, we thank you for our Celebrate Kids. Father, that their hearts and their actions are together. What they do is how they love, Father. And they love so much. I've seen it, Lord. God, I just want to bless them, Lord. I want to lift up each one of their gifts, whether it be a physical gift or an emotional gift or a spiritual gift. Father, I'm asking that you use them to reach the nations, God, with their gifts, Father. Lord, there is nothing that these kids can't do. Lord, the world is wrong. The, they're just a kid is not a true statement anymore. Father, these guys are impactful, Lord. They can change the world at their age right now. And we believe that, God. Lord, bless these kids, keep them safe, and let them always know that you love them more than anything. In Jesus' name, amen. Guys, we have one last surprise for y'all, and I hope y'all are excited. If y'all could head off the stage and into the middle of the aisle. We want to do something super incredible. On the count of three, I want you to say Takeover Day, okay? Are you ready? One, two, three!